This video is brought to you by the Beautiful Leather Goods by Andar. All products are 100% full grain leather. Orders over 35 bucks get free shipping automatically. You get free exchanges and a 90 day return policy. Maybe you wanna pick up the Apollo. Or if you're like me and you wanna go super minimal and slim, you'll probably check out the Monarch. Andar wallets have this cool unique pull tab. They go like this, getting your cards out that allows quick access to your cards. Head over to andar.com and use promo code EDCC to get 15% off your entire order. Yo, what is good YouTubes? It's your boy Ray and this is the Everyday City Carry and tonight I have got a special guest. I've got Kevin from Knife Nerdery. How's it going, my friend? Cheers to you, by the way. It is going really well. I want to know right off the bat what you were drinking and I did bring some things to pour. Um. I've never tried this whiskey before. It's called Sazerac. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're um, pretty classic rye. Yeah. I uh, I didn't have any whiskey on hand for, I think it was a podcast last week with Tri-State EDC. And I just went to Grand Central Station and I made it just in time before the liquor store in the train station closed, right? And I was like, fuck, I don't know what I'm gonna get. I wanna try something new. Cause I usually drink Japanese whiskey. I kind of like oh, the yeah? sweetness of it. Um, and it's cheap. <clears throat> Japanese whiskey can get a bottle for like 38 bucks. Suntory, nice, you know. I smooth to some of the higher end brands. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Okay, cause like here in Oregon, Japanese whiskey, there's a there's a spectrum for sure. Yeah, yeah, there definitely. Are that are there cheaper. are some really expensive ones. But virtually everything mm -hmm. from Sanatori, all of like Yamazaki and Hakushu mm -hmm. and everything like that are like exorbitantly expensive or just completely unavailable. I I have a I don't know. I mean, I've, I the first time I tried it, um, <clears throat> it was just some ghetto store, like liquor store in Brooklyn owned by these two Chinese dudes and bulletproof, bulletproof glass, the whole nine. And, you know, I saw it and I was like, 38 bucks for Japanese whiskey. So Damn. I bought it and it's great. Really, really good. Um, but yeah, so I ran out and I'm like, fuck, I got to get whiskey. I'm going to drink with Tri-State. So I bought, I saw the Sazerac <clears throat> bottle. And I'm like, I got to try it. Not too expensive. Let me grab it. It was good. I I have that bottle. I could go grab that and drink that exact <laughs> thing with you. Yeah. I, um, I a lot of people don't know this about me because they know me as like my knife channel, and I mean, yeah. not that many people know me. Period. But I am also just like a huge spirits nerd. I spent the last really really hard nerding out about spirits. I that is amazing. I went to Scotland specifically to dis <sighs> to tour distilleries and like. Dang. I have an absurd liquor wall in my other room that is like, it's like your DVD wall behind you, but I yeah. have just bottles and it's actually the kind of embarrassing level. Like I have to warn people when they come into my place because they are always <laughs> taken aback and go like, fuck. Also, am I allowed to swear on this? I should have asked. Yes, that you can curse as much as you want on my channel. I have sponsors for some <clears throat> reason, but they don't give a fuck. So, um, <laughs> and it, they're not big either. I'm not like, you know, making bank on the channel yet. Uh, the, the believe it or not, the DVDs in the back are actually the wife's. So I've told oh, the really? story many times. The first time I uh, came over her place, we were going to watch The Crow. And then she, you know, led me to this room. And I'm like, OK, this relationship is probably going to last a while. You know what I mean? Because that's a very know, good sign. Yeah. But she tricked me because her she's like a she's a theater nerd. She graduated with a degree in acting. And, you know, in high school, she was, uh, you know, like singing in, in plays and stuff like that. And while, you know, casually, like to me, that's all good. Dude, she like loves musicals, doesn't like horror. 
and trick me, bro. Trick me, man. <laughs> Just totally fucking trick me. But she's starting to get into it now. Um, I just can't show her supernatural stuff, you know, like the ring, uh, stir of echoes, things that are a little bit too, when the person is tangible, like a Michael Myers, Jason scream, these slasher type movies or creature features, things with monsters in it, aliens, anything like that. Totally down when it comes to spooky, long haired girl in the corner. You're done. She's done. Like, so I she's just not like she's not there for like haunting kind of stuff too. No, supernatural, no way. And you know what's funny? I saw <clears throat> the poster that you have in the back of your room there in one of your videos. That is house. Yeah, you I seen house today? <laughs> yeah, I gave it a four really? out of five. Yeah, very crazy, weird, freaky movie that, that is kind of embodies a. A, an era in Japanese like cinema because yeah. I've seen a lot of weird Japanese stuff. Yeah. Dude, that one is so insane because the amount of cinematic trickery that they used, sometimes not well, right? <laughs> just like made the movie even more exceptional. Like some backgrounds are painted. And yeah. Ending like it's real. Yeah, it, there's but they but they like totally commit. They're the yeah. people in that movie are full mm-hmm. on in this insane bizarro world, and it yep. was brilliant. It was and, like, like a play time. almost, right? Like the way some of it yeah. was happening. I'm like, oh, this is like they're pretending to do stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> this is like you know, this is late Miz right now, though. <laughs> But I liked it. I, I ultimately I, I liked it. I, I, I have shown that movie to I don't know, probably like probably a dozen people at this point. Yeah. And I've yet to meet anyone uh, to be fair. I only show it to people that I think have a decent odds of enjoying yeah. it. Like they have enough of a weird sense of humor for mm-hmm. it, but I've yet to meet anyone that didn't love it. And I, but I yeah. think it would be kind of polarizing. I think people would either think it's stupid and hate mm-hmm. it, or they'd be like, yes, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it's one of those movies that <clears throat> it's not the typical, it's so bad that it's good. It, because it's not that because there's yeah. so many things that they did in it that I'm just like, man, they really, really went for it. And I'm by it. I mean, everything they went for, like everything. My favorite character in the whole thing is the Kung Fu girl. She's the best. Right. And first of all, all of those students are like 20 years old. <laughs> They're like 20. something. I'm like, I've seen this girl before. She's not 18. I'm like, She's like 20 something. But like, it's also like a legitimately kind of revolutionary movie in a lot of the ways that yeah, it handles 1977 there's, right there's a reason it's in the criterion collection mm-hmm. like that's the poster that's the box cover of the criterion collection yeah. DVD for it because it's like like they really push the boundaries of of what they're doing both kind of content wise like mm-hmm. thematically but also just the literal special effects that they're doing yeah it's 1977 and it's yeah. just bonkers like the the way that they did the whole like piano eating kind yes. of thing <laughs> Yes, I love that. I love that so much. And she was looking at her hands and then she slowly would realize that she's getting eaten alive by this thing. And um, yeah, I didn't think about it. I was like, man, 1977, because that was actually my only criticism of it is, um, you know, because I always review my stuff, good stuff, bad stuff. I do a plot. And then should you watch this? Right. Yeah. And the bad stuff, the only thing I wrote was it's kind of dated the the stuff so some people that are not 
true, you know, cinema fans that are just casually <clears> watching <throat> movies and things like that might not get that this is, if you think about 1977 and what was going on, this is pretty sick, you know? Yeah, so I, I find that, bit. I find that that's like, like a legit, it's not that older movies are worse in some way, but they're mm -hmm. kind of harder to relate to in some aspects. Like, uh, especially if you go back far enough, then you get mm -hmm. into like the more black and white era. Just the style of acting is fundamentally different. People <laughs> so aren't acting. Yeah. yeah, they're not. They're acting kind of more in like a stage acting kind of way, where it's this really mm -hmm. kind of affected style. And they're like, they, it doesn't feel natural. And folks that grew up, mm -hmm. I don't know how old you are, but 40. folks, are you really? Yeah. <laughs> you have a baby face like me. I'm yes. 35. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Dude, great. Are you? <clears throat> like this guy is like the Matt Smith of the knife community, yo. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I was actually thinking of like, oh, maybe I should do a segment of like how nerdy we are. And then the questions was gonna be like, do you watch Doctor Who? Do you watch anime? <laughs> do you like like do you, you know, do you watch like 90s cartoons or something? Did you like Avatar <laughs> The Last Airbender cartoon? Like stuff like that, where like true nerds kind of like get it. Yeah. Um, before we get in, super into nerdy talk, because I know we are, I can already fucking tell this podcast is going to be lit for the knife people <laughs> that are like, what is going on? Um, you know, oh, right. how did you get into collecting? I, here, and I, I mentioned this earlier during the intro, I watched your kind of like channel introduction mm. and, um, you mentioned something where you were kind of put off, um, by some of the machismo a little bit and <clears throat> and i was too but not in the way that people think because um like i'm a i'm a i'm a huge nerd bro but like i work out six days a week like i go against the grain where like i'm not gonna let some dude outside of my little bubble tell me like oh you're just a nerd that stays home and you know does all that i'm like bro i work harder than you but but when it comes to like the tactical bro stuff of the knife community, I'm out, dude. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of it. Like I live in New York City. I have more reason than you to be trying to have a self-defense knife. And yeah. I'm out because yeah. in New York City, if you are carrying a self-defense knife, like and you hurt anyone with anything, like you're you're done. So that I that didn't that's I didn't appeal to me. And I found it interesting. And you were like, you know, a lot of knife reviewers don't look like me. And and it, I, I I was like, oh shit, this is like a you know a com like a com I don't want to say comrade because that's like a bad thing to say right now. But uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, me too. Like you know, when someone goes to knife YouTube and they see me, they're like, what the f who the fuck is this guy? He's, he's not a white dude. <laughs> and I think like I think reason why I've loved your content from the moment I first discovered it is because you've always been super just forthright about who you are and you're not in any way pretending to be one of these knife bro people and yet you're still obviously like deeply in this hobby and this is something that you oh, love yeah. and so it's just I, I love that you you come across as very genuine and honest and like thank you man I love thank that you. I love that thank um you. also just like it's right there in your title. It's like everyday city carry. Like there's no pretense that this is bushwhacking. Like, yeah, can you imagine me in Central Park just trying to start a fire? It's like everyday city carry. You two, every little like flint get arrested. Like you know, starting a fire in Central Park. Um, back to the, your origins though. So how did you get started? I watched the intro and you said you were into <clears throat> just EDC in general since you were uh, a, a kid. And you know, yeah. let's briefly go over that part. Yeah, so I was definitely one of those people that had um, 
just kind of like EDC gear on me as a kid. I had folding knives. I had uh, a little Leatherman. I don't think it was a squirt because I don't think I, I think it was too long ago for that. But I had one of the little micro Leathermans. Mm -hmm. I had a pen in my Maybe pocket every single day. Oh, was is that what they are back then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It would have been in a uh, early '90s, like '92, '93. Damn. I don't know. Back. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. But so I always had that kind of like I want to have the right stuff on me to be able to be effective in my day-to-day -day life kind of That's attitude amazing. ever since I was a little kid. Um, and I kind of fell out of it at one point. And I, I think it's kind of when I, um, about the time that I went to like maybe later in high school, I stopped having the pen in my pocket because I just basically more and more of my life moved online and digital. And so I didn't, wasn't like writing with my hand that much anymore. And I eventually at some point I got, oh, like in middle school or elementary school, I got like a trapper keeper. And so I moved my pen and my scissors over into that. I still carry mm -hmm. that every day. Um, and then when I got into like, when I went off to college, I kind of just left the knives i had acquired as a kid behind except for this swiss army knife ah, nice so i've had this swiss army knife ever since uh um, recruit or which one is that i have no clue because i didn't buy it uh <laughs> i've had it for uh how old are you in fourth grade that's when it became mine i'm not good at math man i'm not a i'm not a real asian <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, fourth grade, uh, like 10, 11, right? Yeah, I think they like 10. So yeah. I I, uh, I told this story when I, I did a I did a podcast with um, with Jake from Beer to Gear. And I told oh, I this story. And I'll do like an expedited version yeah. in case anyone that, listens dude. to that. Yeah, dude, Jake is super cool, man. He's I've he's, been on his pod. He's done my pod like <clears> twice. He's cool just dude. an incredibly nice guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, but this, uh, there's a little dot right here because this used to have my dad's company's emblem like stuck mm -hmm. in it because this was like a 10-year anniversary of tenure at his job kind of gift. And it's just in the glove box of the car. And we were coming back from uh, Monroeville Mall in mm -hmm. North Hills of Pittsburgh. And you're a, a horror fan. So that is the mm -hmm. mall where Dawn of the Dead was filmed. Oh, my God. That's incredible, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of those movies were filmed in Pittsburgh right near where I grew up. And, no like, way. my parents' house today is just a couple of miles from where the original Night of the Living Dead was filmed in that farmland. Right? Oh like, where I grew up. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we were driving around. We were coming back from the mall, and I'd gotten, like, a, I think some kind of Nerf gunny-type gun, toy, mm -hmm. toy. And I wanted to open it up. And I asked if anyone had a knife. My dad reached into the glove box and handed me this. And I was an idiot. You're not really supposed to use these kind of knives to open up zip ties anyway. But I was an yeah. idiot and like pried this under and used my arm to pull. And yeah. when it finally snapped, it hit me right oh, in the eyebrow. Shit. And I missed what? my eye by like that much. Wow. Uh, but this knife gave me a pretty wicked scar that is luckily covered up by the fact that I have thick eyebrows. But I have a big <laughs> scar right through here. Yep. And I had to go, you know, the hospital, get stitches and everything like that. But basically, my dad said, if you can promise to never do that again and show me that you can be responsible, then I think you earned this knife, which is kind of counterintuitive. Like your kid just stabbed himself with a knife. So give it to him. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's a good <clears throat> lesson to learn, though. You know, I feel like um, I when I was five years old and I was still in the Philippines, I was like you know, trying to be a crazy kid. And I was playing with like weights, right? 
uh, they weren't on dumbbells. It was just like weights. It wasn't that heavy. And I was like just tossing them around. I was in the bathroom <clears throat> and it fell on the sink and the like it cracked, right? And um, I was so scared. I was like, fuck, my dad's going to kick the shit out of me or whatever. <laughs> so I go see, I go to my dad's office um, in, in, in our, our house and he's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, what's what's up? You know, like, I, and I look down and my entire like arm was just bleeding, bro. <laughs> and I have the scar to show it here. And what the, the reason why I'm mentioning the story is I feel like when you get hurt at a young age and you got to like get stitches and you see something major like that, I feel like you have a higher tendency to like not be afraid to go for things physically, mm. I feel because I like generally um, I'm not saying I'm like a badass or anything, but you know, the pain tolerance is much higher because I experienced like surgery. I had to be awake when they did it. Oh, um, yeah. They, they gave me the anesthesia. Uh, they gave me the, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, they, they numbed it and everything, but I yeah. was like awake looking at the dude, just like stitching me up with this fucking C hook type thing. And I'm like, damn, you know, but I fainted by the way, like when I saw the blood, I fainted, I woke up and I was in the car, we were going to the hospital, but I feel like those lessons are so important. You know, like you got cut with this knife. Oh shit. I have to be careful around this thing. And you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely immediately taught me to take this thing seriously because I realized, and I had to get, like I said, to get the stitches and, and the, the, that was so shitty, like the anesthetic wore off. And so I had, I could feel the stitches going through my (laughs) eye and all that kind of crap. And so it immediately made me like go like, oh, this did open my toy. It is useful, but mm-hmm. like, wow, this can hurt me. And so I took him very, very seriously from that point forward. And this is basically the only knife that I had for the next. I mean, eventually I got those knives that I had gotten as a kid back and they weren't anything nice. They were just crappy kind of they weren't like literally gas station knives, but they were like Walmart knives. Yeah. But uh. I had those in a box somewhere and I just never touched them because for the most part, this was the only knife that I used on a regular basis for the next 20 something years. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I started looking at like, I want, I, I, I I always kind of checked back in with the knife community periodically to kind of see what was going on, see if things were really exciting me. And there was still so much of that, like paramilitary machismo, everything that i get why some people really love but it just never Mm -hmm. was for me yeah and so i never like i never cared that much and then at some point i started seeing learning more about like benchmade and i saw there was a particular knife they had called the foray and it was not a super popular model of theirs it's kind of a gentleman's folder it's like a i don't know it's not it's not honestly looking back at it it's not a knife that i would really go for right now yeah but I, at the time, I loved that knife. I loved the way it looked. I went, ah, I kind of want a knife. <laughs> I'm look it up right now so we could look at it together. All right, so here, I have it here. <laughs> the beauty of StreamYard. You just look at stuff. So is that it right there? Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> so it's like, it's like pretty sleek. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the what what I now now that I like know so much more about knives, I realize that this knife doesn't really make any sense because it's like <laughs> positioned as a gentleman's folder in the styling. But then it's yeah. like 0.138 inch blade stock or something, and mm-hmm. it's reasonably chunky. And yeah. so it doesn't like it should be a thin, slim, slicey knife if it's going to be a gentleman's folder. They built it like the whole the the handle itself is like point almost 0.6, and so it's like a mm-hmm. chunky knife. 
that yeah. looks like it would be a thin sleek knife. But anyway, I started like kind of grailing after that, but thinking like, there's no way I would spend 180 bucks on a knife that like that kind oh, of man, those myths are so long gone now. huh? <laughs> I know <laughs> I was in that headspace for, you know, easily years. Like I spent years thinking like, I don't really need a knife beyond this thing, mm-hmm. but I want that, but I'm not going to spend that much on it. And then finally COVID happened. And I started like about a year and a half ago, I started, I'd already been thinking more about like wanting a better knife. And I was opening all these boxes from YouTube, from uh, Amazon. Amazon and everything like that. And I thought, okay, I'm going to treat this as a hyper shopping because I'm a hyper nerd and I do hyper yeah. shopping. I like, it took me three years to buy a belt and I wish I was joking, but <laughs> like, to be fair, like I had a belt during that time, but like yeah. I spent three years finding exactly the one I wanted. So I, I started going like, okay, I need it. I'm going to use this as a tool. And I thought like, I'm going to get one and only one knife. And what I, but that hyper shopping, man, I started learning the way that I always hyper shop is I learn like everything that I can about the things that I'm, I'm shopping That's, for. Yeah. Yes. And I quickly learned that there's like a ton of things that I wanted. Like it wasn't, there wasn't one single clear best knife. And it was like, no, there's like 30 ones that I think are all fantastic that I would really love. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like another thing that I tend to do when it comes to hyper shopping is I talk myself into something and I like I convince myself of the value of it. And then I go, well, I already convinced myself to spend X amount of money on something. And then for, you know, 10 bucks more. And so I end up like working my <laughs> way up. And so yeah. like I bought, I don't know, I bought like a... Um, I bought a ZTO 450, which is like, Oh, I love that. Like one of the, one of the first knives I bought was a ZTO 450. And that's like kind of jumping in kind of hard. <laughs> like I skipped yeah. the budget that's zone. The first one. Yeah. I that's, mean, it wasn't how much was it at that time? Like one something. It was 175, I think. Yeah. And then I got like this guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the mini grip and the sheep's foot blade. And so like, I knew nice. I wanted a sheep's foot nice. blade. And so I finally got to play with that axis lock and everything. And this is all, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, almost two years ago at this point. Cause it was like this, like it all kind of started right before COVID and COVID just kind of pushed me in. Cause I was bored and looking for a hobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just really escalated from there. <laughs> you spiraled out of control. <laughs> Cause I had you're taking all that information. Right. <laughs> and I, I get like this too, when I want to purchase something, whether it's, um, I almost feel like it's easy. It was easier for me to purchase my new smartphone than it was for me to even actually purchase a knife. I'm so selective yeah. with knife purchases now. It is insane because all the money that we make on this channel and like for my job pretty much is just goes to channel upgrades. It's like I just do channel <laughs> upgrades most of the time. Um, but I totally get that, man. When I was researching the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3, before it was released, I, you know, was trying to decide if I should pre-order it or not. It's an eighteen hundred dollars smartphone, and uh, I watched so many reviews on it. I'm talking yeah. about like the biggest YouTubers to the smallest ones to dudes from like Scotland and shit. Like just like <laughs> talking about the phone, you know, they were like, "Oh, it's got three screens on it." You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, yo. <laughs> But I was so into it, so I know that kind of mode that you're talking about, where you yeah. want you want to make sure that this is the thing. And I think with knives, yeah. that shit does not work, man. It just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't work because it's endless. There's yeah. endless. 
Yeah. I, I like, I love the O450 and it's a really great knife, but it didn't fit my particular hand right. And so yeah. I thought like, well, what do I like about this? And what, what don't I like? And how do I find other knives in the same category? And I started kind of escalating up. And actually one of the knives that I wanted all the way back then that I thought like about the same size range, but not definitely not the same price range uh, as that 0450 is I really wanted to try a millet torrent. And I just. Oh, shit. All right. I got to zoom in for this one. This is uh, just this is the good stuff. So <laughs> I just finally. Wow. Yeah, it has a, this one has a really weak detent. So you have to flick it. Yeah. But I finally just got a millet torrent. Yeah. Try. It took me two years to shop for this, but this is a really weird one. This is a like they only did ten of these, and this is a cross 10? between the V three and the V four. I mean the V two and the V three because it's got it's got an overlay front, but it's not like the milled out skeletonized style. It's got this milling pattern. And you and said ten of them? Yeah, there's only ten of these. What? Um, How much did it cost? Uh three something that's not bad for a knife that's only had 10 other copies in the world dude and you I got hate... it on the secondary yeah this detent is way too light yeah and yeah. i don't really know if i can do anything about it because it's not it's not it's like a detent ball engagement problem like the detent ball doesn't sit in far enough so it's engaging at a really threesome Oh, I mean, it could be, but honestly, I, I saw that's what they tend to go for. And it's some of those things you just kind of have to flick the right way. Like you have to flick in a way that mm -hmm. if you know how to flick, it's perfectly fine, but it's really easy to fail it. So it took me two years to finally get this. And I do love the way it feels in my hand. And I think it looks great. I think this one that with the blue milling, I think it looks great, but it took two it years. And in cool. that time, I've, I've now experienced so many other knives that it's, I don't want to say it's like a letdown, but like it's. That detent is a problem. Yes. And, you know, every knife I feel is never like the perfect one. And even though I don't purchase a lot now, I do I do get a lot of stuff like coming through here. And I, I would not be able to even pick one right now, honestly. I have bought a few. I think <clears throat> in 2021, I mainly purchased like secondhand stuff. Yeah, I, I bought a lot of stuff from Eugene Kwan, like dashboard reviews. That guy. What what happened to him? Oh, he dipped out. He's he's yeah. like he's like my daughter. My 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 second daughter is just eats too much. I I can't afford like knives right now. So he's like not I, anymore. I love his videos. Oh, he's, I talk to him every day. He's, really? he's a really funny guy. Yeah, I like him. Oh, I like him a lot. Tell him I I'm a huge <laughs> fan. I'm a huge yeah. fan. He's one of the channels that made me think I want to be yeah. on YouTube. Like yeah. I love his videos. Yeah, he's he's really really cool actually. I I I didn't think that you know, I don't know if it's like an Asian beef thing cuz Asians don't really get along. <laughs> Even if like I'm with other Filipinos or Southeast Asians, I'm like, you know, it's just a weird thing that we have, but once I started chatting with him, you know, because I'm, I'm in this, I, I call them the knife YouTube elites. And for some reason, they have accepted me. I have such a small channel count. <laughs> but in this group chat is like Cedric and Ada, Metal Complex, um, uh, Nick Shabazz, uh, Advanced Knife Bro, uh, Levin, the Knife Nuts podcast, fucking Eugene Kwan, just like the these just monsters in knife YouTube yeah. and we're all just wow. like, like talking shit, like literally the whole day, the chat is going all day. We're like, Oh, look, you know, like look at this thing. And it's like a funny meme. And I'm like, I can't even believe they, 
invited me this thing. At Metal Complex was the one that's like, hey, do you guys like Everyday City Carry? I want to invite him here. And they're like, yeah, he's funny. Put him in. And now I just, <laughs> I'm like, at, at first I was fanboying so hard because yeah. I'm trying not to be like a little girl. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's truly helped me out a lot to feel like, you know, I'm, I'm part of the them or whatever. But yeah, Eugene Kwan is in there and that dude's funny, bro. <laughs> he says some funny stuff, man. Yeah, he definitely will be missed. And, you know, that's what he told me. He said his reasoning is like he's just too busy. And um, well, what uh, was kind of nuts kid, is he like know. his channel like went down. He didn't yeah, just stop down. Yeah. And, and on Instagram, took down all the content. That I mean, honestly, it made me sad because like I've I've watched so many of his videos multiple times because they're such yeah. good, thorough, very videos. good, clear and concise, like precise reviews. Yeah, very yeah. good. Like, honestly, honestly, I'm kind of trying to do a Eugene Kwan impress impression because like just like <laughs> the, the, the style of video that he had really, really appealed to me. That was like I though he when I watched his videos, it was like the kinds of stuff that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. is exactly the kind of stuff that my brain looks at when I look at knives. And so yeah. I, yeah, I, I miss his, I miss his content. Wow. I'm gonna let him know that. Um, you know, when I watched your videos today, I can tell, and you mentioned in your, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's a channel intro, but you mentioned you were an engineer and like how you go about things. Yeah. And I could truly see that, you know, you're very, I feel like you're very systematic. It's like almost like a scientific method of reviewing this knife or some shit. You know, it's like you have a you know clear things that you want to do, and you definitely examine things in a much more um, precise manner than me. I mean, me, it's like, yeah, this is cool, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> because you know, I and I feel this way too. It's like there are different types of knife people. You know what I mean? Um, I think first and foremost, I'm just like a huge nerd and I just get into stuff. And and knives is one of the things that I don't think I'm ever going to not be into it. I just my table yeah. right now that you cannot see is just like littered with knives, uh, whether it's budget or higher end stuff. It's just all there because I'm just making TikTok content and, and reels and stuff. So, you yeah, know, you're I, a machine. You're putting out a lot of stuff. I try, man. But it's, you know, fuck, it's still slow going, bro, because I think that I'm just uh, that's one of the things that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to nail my formula of content creation. I definitely yeah. have the work ethic because I'm fucking posting everywhere all, every yeah. day and I'm not tired. I'm not burnt out. Um, I'm doing a lot of pods. I'm doing Twitch streams. But the thing is, is um, I feel like I am making the algorithm not work for me because <laughs> the, 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 the types of content on there that just gets posted, you know, all week is like, the help with him it's like who do i push this guy to he's like some asian dude cosplaying at comic-con and then it's a food vlog and then it's cats and then he's unbox <laughs> unboxing asmr of protech run five and then he's doing sling bags and like what i but i'm hoping my hope is this my hope is that i will just keep posting and you know it'll just be like oh that's just the type of channel this is and and the the, the, the growth is good the people are um you know, subscribing to the Patreon and definitely joining the lives and, and the, the my view counts aren't as great as some of my other buddies, but I feel like <clears throat> much better than it was two years ago. You know, when I was just like, fuck, what am I doing? Dude? I how long, how long have you been doing this? So if, if I want to say how long have I been doing this seriously? Yeah, probably big, big a year and a half to two years where I've been working this hard, maybe in 2021. Um, 
during the pandemic, actually, a couple of things happened. One is I got in shape. And the other thing is like, I figured out how I can work six days a week and still make lots of content without driving myself crazy and still have like a, a one day where I could go on a date with the wife, you know, which is important too. What so, is your secret on that? Like definitely, I want to hear more about that, but keep going. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. Early sleep early. It's really dumb and like boring, but that's pretty much what it is. And, um, uh, I try to make a lot of short form content and then the long form content is the bread and butter. You know, Monday is live Friday, a new episode of the, like this is going to come out in two weeks. So you're going to be I think you're actually episode 152, if I'm if I'm correct on this. Um, Tri-State beat you to the 150. <laughs> he did it last week. So uh, but yeah, I just have like a schedule <laughs> where I know what I'm doing and I write things down too. like I have a little. Uh, uh, what is that called? What is that uh, popular fucking notepad thing that all the EDC guys use? Uh, field notes? Yes. <laughs> yes. So I do have a field notes with like a nice little leather EDC cover thing with the pen. And every morning I'll just write in it and I cross things off. Even if it's the same thing that I do every day, which is like I have an EDCC column where I have to post it. Uh, I, I write IG, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. And uh, and then I'll think of a YouTube thing. And then there are things on there that just stay on there too long. Like I'm supposed to record work sharp, sharpening video audio for like yeah. fucking a month already. So some things get crossed off. And that's just something I do. It's really helped me out. I've got like an ADHD brain. Where like Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. I've like you mentioned this, that. Dude. My brain just wants to do this. And one of the things that... It really sucks because I think it's a blessing and a curse because I think it's made me kind of pretty good at a lot of things, but I've never really mastered a lot of things. So it's yeah. like, because my brain just thinks it's like I gotta follow the dopamine. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. crazy. But I can um, really relate to that. Yeah, dude, I can tell. Like, the, what, just talking to you from the very beginning, I was like, oh, this dude is like me. <laughs> yeah, I. So like, I've always like, I've, I'm not. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD. Not like I've never gone to a doctor and asked him to diagnose me, but I've had mm. like, I've had like 30 people who have been diagnosed with ADHD yeah. and lived with it for years. Some medicated, some not all say like, yes, you very clearly yeah. have ADHD, but that, that whole, like my brain wants to go in all these different directions. It wants to focus on each of them and it like switches mm. back and forth. And like, yeah. I didn't realize how much I was relying on the structure of going into an office for a job. Yes, that kind of like context switch thing. And so mm -hmm. working from home has been really, really hard for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's it's because I what I'm doing for my job these days has not been as interesting as this hobby. And so and but that's like this hobby is what's interesting right now. But like it's like it's so easy for my brain to get distracted from what it's supposed to be doing because these other things are calling at it and pinging. Yeah. And there's always some part of my brain that's thinking about some Ten other thing other things yeah yes, dude oh my <laughs> god that's exactly it it's like you're doing something and you are focused on it but in the back of your mind there's this other thing that you're like okay i have to remember to do this later and then oh yeah there's this other thing too oh i have to go on amazon and order the tide pods because i have to do laundry tomorrow like it's fucking crazy yeah. i can't walk through my apartment without like stopping at 15 things along the way yeah. and doing like little little things mm -hmm. like running the dishes like i just yes. like, right before this i went in to fill yes. up my glass of water and i was like oh and i stopped and ran the dishes instead <laughs> and it's just 
when I it's, got back, you know my room was like, like I've done twelve things. Yeah, you know what it is though, bro. It's um, it's it definitely it's definitely a blessing and a curse because I feel like people that are like that have a pretty good work ethic once they're like focused on something. You could mm-hmm. really nail a lot of shit. So, yeah. you know, it, it's weird because I've done a lot of office type jobs my whole life. That's what I've done the most. And, you know, all these tasks that no one could focus on, like very repetitive, you know, just like maybe like Excel sheet driven stuff where you got to just yeah. copy and paste and do all this. Other people are just like dying. And I'm like excelling at it. Like, you know, the muscle memory of the cop. And then like, they're like, holy shit, you just did like fucking 300 for Zales in like two hours or something. <laughs> you know, they're like, all right, yeah, okay. I guess it's time to pack the shit now. Yeah, but, the, um, the superpower side of it is that hyperfixation. Because yeah. when yes. you are hyperfixated, you are in the zone and you're so effective at it. Yeah, it helps with editing too. If you ever get into that, um, I've... Man, I used to edit a lot and, you know, uh, my girl at the time, my wife now, she would be like, dude, you've been at this for like seven hours and this video is like six minutes long. But it was so, this is how I made my mark is, is no one was doing these polished videos on Knife YouTube four and a half yeah. years ago. Like no one was. Yeah, They're very I mean, little. Still, still, almost no one is. There's, there's a couple of people now uh, that yeah. do it. Backpack B, Everyday Minimalist, Tri-State is a good one. Advanced Knife Bro uh, Wait, is a good I, one. I want to come back to Everyday Minimalist in a moment. Yeah. I'm in a group chat with him now, and yeah, he's he's a cool dude. No, yeah. but wait a minute. Yeah. Two weeks ago, he mm-hmm. posted a video celebrating hitting 20k subscribers. Yeah. Today, he's at 60k. Fuck, bro. I mean, the dude, he's, he's, he's good. He's good, bro. Fucking killing it. You know? Holy crap. You know, what's, you know what's crazy? What you don't know about him is he's actually EDC TikTok royalty. He was at 800K and then he was banned. Yeah. So a lot of people from his TikTok, because his TikToks were blowing up, bro. And I just couldn't believe that this guy was like kind of a buddy of mine. He, the PC I'm using now, he hooked me up with it. Oh, shit. He, he was like, hey, this system is available for so-and-so price. And I was, you know, uh, shopping around for one. And this is the machine that makes all of this happen. And, um, yeah, he was banned on TikTok one day. But I knew he was he was going to be big because this dude is doing, like, um, you know, Peter McKinnon vlog-style knife reviews and just really dialed in lighting. Mm-hmm. Like, my lighting is good, bro, but his lighting is, like, yeah. on another level. You know yeah, what I he's- mean? He's very yeah. like he's very talented at the actual production process. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the content he's putting out is just very good content. Yes. And then somehow yes. he's figured out exactly how to tap into that algorithm. And those three yep. things together means mm-hmm. that he's getting shown to oh yeah hundreds of thousands of people. Okay, I gotta have and him they love on him. again. <laughs> gonna have him on again. We're gonna talk about this. All right, dude. I can talk to you for fucking forever i already know this so we're gonna get into the segments right now or we will never get into them so i don't know if you've ever watched the show before but i have a segment called sharp or dull i show you a picture and this time it's going to be knife related and we're going to go through the specs and the pricing and all that and you're going to say sharp for good or dull for bad okay so i'm going to do that right now and uh let me share my screen with you i did this earlier so sharp or dull whatever the fuck this thing is i think the (laughs) phil harvey (laughs) peacemaker i don't even know how much it is i just wanted to know your take on this like crazy that's a full knife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well 
uh, a buddy of mine, shout out to Ohio Knife Lover, sent this to me this morning, and he was like, "Bro, look at this." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this is like fifteen hundred dollars or something. So I mean, uh, cause like at the same time, both, cause like as comedy and as some way to defend yourself in a zombie apocalypse, sharp <laughs> as shit. I think it's just like kind of like a cool thing from, you know, just like a bulky tank kind of aspect, but I'm not necessarily sure I would buy it. I'm um, wholeheartedly I, I, confident I would never buy it. Yeah. But not because yeah. it's not amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just, just not my thing. I wouldn't use it. It would just be something exactly. that's on the wall or something. Yeah. And uh, it's probably expensive as shit. Uh, I'm going to go dull yes. on this one, even though I do think it looks cool. Think it's definitely for impractical. Me, for me, it's dull yeah. for like, Someone out there, that's the sharpest thing that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I saw this this morning. and He was like, bro, you can play tennis with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at wow. This. <laughs> I mean, there's perspective going on there with the way that the angle is. But my God, yeah. that looks like a. Well, I mean, this like one is pretty plate. dead on right there. I mean, yeah. this is mad. Look at this dude's hand. <laughs> Oh what if what if what if yeah. it's like a like a, a six-year-old boy and we don't realize that this <laughs> is actually a miniature knife he's too veiny <laughs> oh my god yeah i'm gonna go dull on this one all right yeah. so the next one's gonna be a little bit easier to dissect i think because i did go through uh blade hq's little new arrival section and i also combed through some of the better known knife brands to get some stuff on here and this is the civivi hadros uh about 60 bucks this is designed by Dylan Mallory. This is a I, nice. I love Dylan Mallory. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like the dude a lot. I, I um I've had him on here I think two times. He's a pretty <clears> cool <throat> guy. 10 CR 15 MOV. Have no experience with that. Um, I I got my first ever knife with that. This yeah. uh Civivi Stylum. Yeah. And uh, it says right oh. there that whole alphabet soup 10 CR 15 <laughs> MOV. What? This is a fair and forged design, but it's under the Civivi oh, name. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember I've seen it. Um, but I have no good? idea how the steel holds up. I just got this, and this is also one of those like double detent slippies. Oh, like. okay. It's not as good as the 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 slayback though, right? No, the detent on this is like <laughs> really really weak. Yikes. Um, I think it's right. more like fidgety. I think it's meant to be yeah. fidgety. That's a it's a front flipper it. too. Yeah. Oh man, that's kind of cool though. How much is that? Uh, pretty cheap. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Like 70? fifty bucks, something like that. But I bought it on secondary, and I think I paid forty for it. Damn, dude, budget knives on the secondary are the way to go. Yeah, they go for every second. knife on the secondary. Almost every, almost everything I own is from bought from the secondary. Wow. But okay, so my personal take on this. Yeah. It mm. looks real weird, and I think that handle's way too thin. But I love worn clips, and if that handle felt good in hand, and that's a big if for me, then I think that would be an awesome kind of fun-looking utility. Yeah, type. I'm interested in it. I definitely um, have wanted to check one out for a while. I think you know some of the pass-around groups that I'm in are going to have it. So I'm definitely excited to check it out. This is a sharp one for me. The price range is, is really good. It's cheap. It's something that you can like. That's pick only 60 up and, bucks. Yeah, okay. dude, not too bad for a 3.35 inch blade length. His um, knives in general on this one actually. Yeah, 60. Yeah, his knives tend to be longer than I want, which is honestly really surprising me because he's got small hands. Like dude, that's how he good, describes them. 2.57 on the weight. That's not bad wow. for something a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm gonna go sharp on it, man. What yeah, no, it's it's. I think yeah, same for me. Nice. 
All right, Dylan Mallory. Dylan, I don't even know why I said that. Like He's that. a us. sharp from He's us. Coming out really, really soon. Which one? His forest, the, the the first knife under his name. Like it's not under, it's not by Civivi, it's not by Artisan yeah. or anything like that. It's what is uh, it called? Uh, P H O R U S, maybe O S at the end. Forest. Yeah, if you go to like MalloryDesign.com, it's he has yeah. a pre-order up right now. There's only like twenty left. If anyone wants one, it, they're they're already in. So it's not even like a pre-order really, because like yeah. it is. <laughs> but they're already in. He's doing QC on them right now. Oh, By the way, you shit. can you can finger reverse flick this really easily. Oh shit, that's dope. Yeah, I, flick flickability is is important to me, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not talking about my ding dong. All right, let's get to the next one right here. Uh, we're gonna do so. This is these Benchmade knives. That were originally uh, sort of like hunting knives that you bring out in the field, but they turn them into chef's knives. And I'm kind of on this like weird, like I haven't bought any, but uh, Artisan Cutlery sent me a chef's knife. And I was like, oh, this is kind of dope. Maybe I'll get into it. But um, so this one is called the Meat Crafter. I don't have a price on these guys. I'm, I'm going to assume they're going to be more expensive. Yeah. Uh, this is 136 bucks. And the reason why I brought it up, CPM 154 uh on the the blade there for this one i don't even know if that's they didn't i couldn't find specs on the new one um i'm assuming it's very similar though because they do they do look the same are they, do you have any idea if those are flexible because this looks like it's a fillet knife this one does look like a fillet knife this guy right here yeah but i don't know about these i think these are meant to be in the kitchen the handle is different the sheath is different um the reason why I ask this is like a lot of the big companies are getting into like kitchen cutlery now. I, I want to say all of them. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I just want to know, okay. like, would you consider like having something made so, by Benchmade or Spyderco like in your kitchen arsenal or whatever? <laughs> you so a lot of people don't know this about me, but I actually yeah. bought and sold um, like entry level high end kitchen knives like Wustoff, Henkel's, Global, mm -hmm. Mundial, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Shun. I bought and sold those as a side gig for like seven years. That's oh, in shit. college. You're flipping I'd buy kitchen knives? Yeah, I'd buy them in bulk and then I'd, I'd sell them on eBay. And so I, I spent a really long time. That's actually one of the things that kept me in the knife world is nerding out about kitchen knife design. Um, and the reality is the vast majority of them are still using shitty steel. Like they're not, they're not. Even even the ones that cost 200 bucks at Macy's or whatnot, they're still not great knives from that Damn. perspective. They get dull quick. And so what's really, I'm actually genuinely really pretty excited about these companies getting into the kitchen knife world because of the fact that they have this kind of like, think about steel and its, its performance for the task mindset from the get-go. And mm. so I'm excited to see things like even what would you say this is 154 cm like yes. that's that's m such a better steel than what is on the vast majority of kitchen knives out there from virtually every perspective. So I'm I, I think it's awesome stylistically. Nice. Some of them I don't know the one I really want to check out is the the North Arms knives up in Canada. They okay, make that Skaha. They yeah, do yeah. a great Santoku and a great nice. uh, whatever they have a like a paring knife. I I really want to try one of those, and they're done in I think S30V. What? That's dope, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I. I mean, I'm gonna go sharp on it. Um, don't have a lot of specs to go on with this one. Is actually. I personally wouldn't buy one of these because just stylistically alone, I don't like upswept blades. I think they look like they just look 
something. They look stabby in a way that I think would be weird if I pulled it out in the kitchen in front of like, you know, my girlfriend. Like your girl or something. He's like, yeah, yeah exactly. Girl. Like it's a little bit, it's a little bit stabby, but like <laughs> I, I, as a whole, I love that these brands are getting the idea. Things. Yeah. Okay. So kitchen knives in general, sharp. Kitchen right? knives from like folding knife brands. Sharp. Yeah. Sharp. Okay. Got it. Cool. I'm, I'm going to say the same because I don't really know a lot about this one, but I do think that that <clears throat> endeavor that they are pursuing is like pretty cool. All right, we're gonna to go to the next one here. So this is a Wii knife. This is the Snacks mini, mini Buster. Buster. Yeah, two hundred eighty nine bucks. You're looking at a three point five inch blade, CPM twenty CV, sheep's footy, titanium, four ounces. Kind of a heavy guy here. Um, four ounces? Yeah, fucking heavy, dude. I guess it's heavy, dude. I wish I could. The the blade thickness is point sixteen. Oh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. So it's like so, chunkier than I realized. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a chonker. I mean, I would expect it to be if it's four ounces. I mean, yeah. geez. But I mean, I do have a lot of faith in Wii, man. I barely, yeah. even if it's like I don't like the design and I've handled some, and I'm like, this is still a good functioning fucking folding knife compared to, you know, others. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, automatically for me, I think I'm going sharp on this. I, I've actually really wanted to pick up one of the, like the satin finish ones. I'm not normally a coated blade person, but yeah. I've never really like looked into it enough to read those specs like you just read. So I didn't yeah. know it was quite as thick as that, yeah. but stylistically and everything also Snex is a mad wizard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would kill to have one of his customs with his, whatever the heck he called it lock that <laughs> like crazy thing yeah, that he yeah, invented. Yeah. He's a, he's a wizard. Mm -hmm. uh, so I go sharp. I love warnies. I love sheep's foot. I love everything in that kind of direction. Um, it's definitely heavy for me, but dude, we're the same. Cause I love that style blade too. Sheep's foot and warnies is probably like one of my favorites. It's just easy to sharpen, easy to maintain. It works well with the things that I like to do, man. I like yeah. to flip my knife open and I like to cut boxes from my buddy, Jeff Bezos. That's pretty much <laughs> what I do. I don't really do a lot. Uh, I get questions on TikTok sometimes. Well, uh, when I post some of my videos and the guy's like, oh, you know, how does it do with hard use? And I'm like, bro, I cut boxes, dude. When I, I hardly use it. I'm, like, I, I'm cutting boxes. I live in New York City, man. And he's like, oh, and then he'll say something like, this is what I use. And I fucking cut zip toys and cables. And I'm like, I don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So nothing against it. But I, I, I always try to be honest about, you know, what yeah. it is. So. But uh, we're going to go sharp on this guy here. And I think yeah. we're in. Oh, we have one more. This is the Best Tech Knives, um, Maruka, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. This $272, 3.875-inch blade length, blade thickness of 0.15, M390 blade, uh, titanium, F, uh, stainless steel liners, though. And uh, the weight, 4.03 ounces. Man. Well, it's big. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's 3.5. Oh, 3.875. My bad. Um, yeah, so four ounces is, is actually pretty okay for uh, titanium stainless steel frame and liner. Um, so this is by Kombu. I don't know if you know him. I believe he's the designer of this. I think. Maybe I know the name. I, maybe I am wrong because it does not say that here. <laughs> It looks like a Kombu knife. Um, all right, it's not. Uh, but yeah, the Wii Knives Maruka. Uh, so I like don't right know off if I'm the bat, sharp on this actually. That looks like literally sharp as hell. Like it's incredibly pointy. Yeah, <laughs> that is not my style of knife at all. Like mm -hmm. the the swoopy curve to it, the 
kind of upswept Persian blade. The yeah. like stylistically, that's not my knife at all, but I get why some people would love it. Yeah. Um no scimitars, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not even pocket ones. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I'm going dull on it myself, honestly. Um it's it, definitely it's not, for not for me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I'm not knocking the price for for the for the size. For the size materials that sounded fine. Yeah, two seven two for M three ninety tie. You know, three point eight seven five inches of M three ninety. I mean, it's a like it's it's kind of it's not it's not pushing the budget in any way. Like it's not no. But, but Best Tech has great, pretty great quality. Like I've yeah. had some oh, really yeah. nice knives from Best Tech. So like yep. I expect the quality is there. And uh, it's a little bit high on the price range for me for what mm -hmm. it is, but it's not like outside the realm of what it seems acceptable. And it's just not stylistically what I would want. I just feel like if I was going to buy something for 270 bucks, I'd probably just get like a Pena X series or something. Cause like, I really like those knives a lot. Um, those are probably someone sent me a bunch of Pena X series to do make content on. And so, I love them so much. Yes. I got yes. this one. This one's in a uh, green fat oh, carbon. That is so sick. And then my friend Corey, yeah, uh, he's one half of Casual EDC. Mm -hmm. He sent me this one. This is the Trapper. Ooh, yes, the Trapper. The other, what's the other one? The other one is the um, the Zulu. Zulu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I when he offered to send it to me to check it out, I almost didn't accept it because I thought at first glance that they were the same shape handle, but <laughs> I didn't see them side by side. And no, this Zulu very is different. so much thicker in person. Mm -hmm. Um, but just like if you don't have a picture, if you don't have any context, you just seen a picture and from like yes. a kind of odd angle, they look mm -hmm. generally the same. But in real life, they are fundamentally different. And yeah, the zoo. The, I never got to try the um, the Zulu before. I uh, I will say that the detent on this one is just significantly harder, and I don't really one hundred percent understand why that is because I've looked at this and it doesn't feel like the lock bar is stronger. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like it's deeper engagement, so I don't quite get it yet. But that slightly harder detent and the fact that this is here, let me see if I can get these. Uh, it's much, it's meaningfully thinner. Yeah, up here, and yep. what that means is that as you're coming down from this, you're tighter into the pivot, and so the geometry of this means that you're going to get a like a more forceful thwack. Period. Yeah, and then the tight, then the stronger detent on top means that this knife has a much better action this has a yeah. good action and this has a fantastic action i have i've tried the trapper um i've tried the mura i've tried he sent me like four of them bro and i was just like going like this and i really really like them a lot so i want the raptor or the apache because again yeah. oh, i, I get to try the apache too yeah I, I would love one of them i i also i kind of want the slayback as well but i just don't really the, yeah. the the actual swaybacky one i don't i just don't know what that would feel like in hand probably i want to try it just to see what that feels like in hand mm -hmm. but my friend uh noah was selling this and i had been ogling that green that's nice that carbon for so long on his instagram so when yeah. i saw it go up i was like okay i'm gonna get that it's like a nice marriage of like modern day knife making yeah. with traditional yeah oh. it's got the shape form factor of the traditional but then if my cats are like bugging out, yeah, I'm on a second. <laughs> hey, sorry, dude. 
I had to spray him down with a water bottle and shit. You know. Oh, you got a you got a bad kitty bottle? Yeah. Well, my uh, I have two rag dolls. Those are like the big ones. They're like thirteen pounds each, and they uh, yeah, they just like to play around with their mom's not here. So. <laughs> Uh, she's be home now. Um, all right, so let's get to the next uh part here. So we did verses already. Oh, this is verses now. Sorry, that's the whiskey talking. We finished sharp or dull. We're gonna go dull on this one, right? Yeah, for me. Okay, me too. Um, so this is verses. I'm gonna show you two pictures, and you have to decide which path you are going to take. They're gonna have different scenarios for each one, and these are non knife related. So this is gonna be fun. All right. So, who would you rather fight, Jeeper, uh, the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers, or Pinhead? So you have to save your girl, bro. You have to fight one of these guys. I know for a fact that you can at least short term take down Jeepers Creepers guy with just backing <laughs> over him with a car a bunch of times. Like that's been <laughs> that's canon. Yeah. And the other guy's got the power of fucking hell on his side. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> so I'm definitely going Jeepers Creepers if I have to fight him. I yeah, feel like I mean, I'm about on par with Justin Long when it comes to like <laughs> how capable I would survive in a horror movie. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy because I thought he was gonna make it, bro. I mean, spoiler alert: the movie's been out for like. <laughs> but yeah, I I thought he was gonna make it, bro. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be the final girl, and he didn't. Oh man, yeah, and Pinhead, he's he's too strong, man. I mean, his and movies are not strong anymore, but no, but you like know, the original ones were really good. You know? He also so, so there's something else like the Jeepers Creepers hey, guy. You want to do some verses or my girl's here? Is she gonna change the energy? You gonna give him some feminine, feminine energy? So the what, Jeepers what Creepers saying? guy is like a is like a creature feature in the sense that like I I kind of think of him as like a like a human shaped alligator, which means I think yes. he feels killable. Yep. The other dude yep. is yep. is cosmic horror. He's got like Cthulhu esque bullshit on him, like <laughs> Dark Realm. There's no way I could defeat the Dark Realm. Like that's not. So this happen. is this is Kevin here, from Knife Nerdery. This hey. is my wife hello, Kelly. Hello. Nice to meet you. We're we're, we're uh, nice deciding uh, who would we rather fight. We got to save the girls. That one. Uh, the creeper or Pinhead, and we both decided creeper is the way to go. Cause... Yeah, not fighting Pinhead. And like that's like survival alone way way higher odds oh yeah definitely 100 and pinhead rolls with those xenobites like his little posse of like snm looking hell demons so Plus, if you just touch him you need a tetanus shot with all the nails <laughs> yeah. dude and you know how i always say that line yeah and jesus, jesus wept yeah. that's this guy yeah. that's yep. and he like rips you apart that's right. act, he does it when he hugs me <laughs> I, I put that to like welcome back to my apart. life he'll but it feels nice it's like a, a really quick massage for my back he'll be like jesus you to... open the box we came <laughs> that's that's what it says so. all right so we're gonna go to the next one here. all right so we're going the creeper on this one so the next one is you have to be in one of these two movies all right that. so that means you are going to be with the peril of either of these two so this is both creature features tremors in the desert or the Meg, and you're going to be in the ocean battling this giant prehistoric shark. Like, which I, one are you going to do? I have to pick Tremors on the mere fact that I kind of can't swim. Oh, That's shit, fair. dude. And I'm scared of the ocean. I'm scared I watched of Jaws dying, too so early. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking yeah like, I, I, I know it, it would, I I would die it. there even if the Meg was not there. <laughs> 
even if it was a tiny baby shark. Yeah, those. Yeah. Yeah. So you like, know what? plus the other thing is like Kevin Bacon. My name's Kevin. I feel like I probably well, we're kind of already exactly having in there. What I was gonna say next. I'm like, That's you get fair. to chill with Kevin Bacon. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? I think I'd be down with it. I mean, this movie was so like awesome when I saw it as a kid. Tremors. Yep. Tremors I is it. classic. Yes. So good. It's just so then, fun. Yeah, yeah. The, you have the couple with the with the guns that were like trying to. You know what's crazy in the later movies, that guy with his wife with the guns, he survived. Mm. It's so weird. He 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 died <laughs> just recently in like um, I think it was Tremors Four, like Shrieker Island. I watched it because you know oh I was gosh. dying for a creature feature. This was two yeah. years ago when I was doing the October like yeah. horror movie yeah. thing. Yeah, and it was one of the movies, and I love so much you do that. Because I've been um, doing that for yeah. 23 years. I've been doing Spooktober every single October. Yeah. I, I fucking just wanted. How many women do what? you guys know that does this? Uh, Watches horror movies? Yeah. Or yeah. just does the. When you couldn't reach me earlier, this was a, a deep conversation that I was having with a female <clears throat> client of <Okay>. mine. <clears throat> How many women do you know that that does like the the October, the 30 day, 31 day challenge of horror movies? <sighs> I don't I know. Two. I don't know any because I feel like I, you know, I I dated Asian gals mostly, right? You know, Um, but you know, they weren't as into horror as now. But I do feel that today there are a lot more women that are into horror than ever before. That's yeah. I know a ton of women that are into horror. Yeah, I only know two that do like the October kind yeah. of thing. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like she does the Christmas thing and I do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, ma'am, Christmas. Wait, can I'm you blur s- together? Because you've got like there's I'm a fair sneak, number of Christmas horror movies. Krampus. I'm gonna sneak in Krampus. Yeah. yeah. Krampus. Yeah. Wait. So have you seen Rare Exports? Uh, I have not. I watched it. But she hasn't, and she would like so, that one too. Yeah, that's she like, would like that one. Kinda horror, scary yeah. as hell, Santa. And so you can is that the that one. one with the kid, right? That's like a badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched the kid. He was a badass. It was called Home Alone. No, I don't know if you guys not, heard of that I mean, one. That was, I mean, that's that also was... a horror movie. There's a lot of body <laughs> horror in that. <laughs> it's a different, like, different way. I think I saw a trailer that was remade and it was Home Alone, but they put like horror theme music in it and it was like horrific. You know, <laughs> and scary. it makes sense. You know, he was like beating up these two burglars. <laughs> I know. Like, that shit is wild. Um, all right. Oh, and uh, there is a, I forgot what movie it is, but there's a movie where the guy did the Home Alone like paint trick. Because he, he's like a serial ki- Well, he decided to be like a serial killer that day. Uh, and he was inviting like all his friends. It was a Christmas like horror movie too. It's a slasher, so right? And he invited people. And he talked about that scene in Home Alone with the paint cans. And he like did it to somebody. And the guy's skull just exploded. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. Great, God. You know? you would. yeah, that would totally wreck you. Oh, for yeah. sure. It's over. Um, all right. So we're going tremors on this one because of yeah. due to fear of the ocean. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh the last one, oh, that was the last one. <laughs> but we uh it. we usually end the show off with, you know, you, I don't know if you know this, but I love TikTok. And now I that love the girl TikTok. is here, uh we're going to watch oh, a no. bunch of TikToks and I don't know what they are. Some depraved stuff for you. And uh we're just going to go get I, right into it, man. And I, I, I think TikTok you, is bro. brilliant. Yeah, I I think it's brilliant <laughs> uh, and the Chinese people have my brain. All right, here we go. Color will it be brown or green? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It looks like shit, though. 
That looks straight up like crap. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I got to say, between that brown and green, I thought it was going to be green. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was not. It was that not green. looked like poop. I up. was like, it only is green, <laughs> so it must be brown because I don't see any brown <laughs> in this picture. All right. Yeah, I think that that uh, was very much trying to look like the poop. Yeah. What uh, is this? Oh, yeah. This? this might be you and me, Kev. Like, let's just watch this real quick. Oh, hey, look who's back at the office. Oh, hey, uh, you just got back from Mexico. Oh my God, amaze. I took so many pictures, come look. Oh, no, I'm good. What? Oh, no, I'd rather get waterboarded with hot wax than pretend to be excited about you showing me the same selfie a hundred times of you double fisting a margarita. Welcome back. Yes, dude. Yes, that's exactly oh my God, right? what I'm yes, saying. No, totally. Like, like, like everything yes, you're saying yes, is what I'm what thinking I'm saying. right now. Like, that's absolutely. What I'm saying. Like, where are you going? Hey, yeah. Where are you going? Oh, I'm gonna go. No, stay. Yeah. You got somewhere to be or something? Uh, no, not really. My social meter's just capped out, and you guys yeah. are really fucking annoying after a few drinks. So, <laughs> uh, well, are you coming to brunch tomorrow at least? No, no. I'll I'll see you in ten to fifteen business days after I forget about how much I hated this whole experience. All right. <laughs> Yeah, like I need two weeks off. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I didn't want to go anyway. Oh my God, Chris from high school. Oh, hey, Kendra from Social Studies with Mr. Wheat, right? Yes, you were always so quirky and weird. How are you? How are things? What's new? Oh yeah, we're not gonna do this. Do what? pretend to care about each other's lives. I haven't seen, talked to, or thought about you in seven years. I don't really give a shit what university you went to, how many kids you popped out of your hoo-ha, what kind of pyramid scheme you're a part of, how many divorces you had. You pretty much post everything on Instagram anyway, so it's not really a mystery, so I'll pass. Okay, well, we should grab coffee sometime. Oh, no thank you. Excuse <laughs> no. me? Listen, I- Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's me a lot of the time. Oh shit, yo, remember that, uh, Alex's I already tummy. took care of it. Oh, you did? I did. I gave them two hugs each, one for oh me and one God. for you. Yo, my girl, how did you get in contact with them? Uh, he texted me directly, and I don't oh know how he did God. it, but I fucking love you so much, dude. I am on right. top of it. <laughs> my friend was coming over to pick up some CBD stuff from us, and uh, I forgot until right now. Because <clears throat> I was done. thinking of like being introverted, and I like I love my friends too, but I was. I think I, think I love his friends more than he loves his friends. <laughs> what do you honest. mean? <laughs> he loves his no, friends. Because... I actually want to see his friends. Let me rephrase that. Big, I, fundamental difference there. Big yeah. difference. So yeah. I, I, I do. You know, I, I love my friends. <laughs> I actually tell them like I love them all the time because yes. I'm like, I, and they think yep. it's weird, and I'm like, yeah, but dude, we're not young anymore. We're all in our forties, and like, we don't know when one of us is gonna die. So I'm just gonna say it <laughs> all and, the time, and I just say it to them. And sometimes they're kind of weirded out. I'm like, love you, bro, and they're like, what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, cool. Give him a kiss on the cheek. Dap it out. Just like too long of a hug. I'll be like, this to Felix. See you later, baby. You'll be like, what the hell? Felix will be like. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next show right here. The 10 second artist challenge. Ready? Go. All right. I do love me some good Seven, artwork every once six, in a while. Let's five, see here. What are you drawing four, for us here today? Three, okay, let's two, see here. One. Is that Scooby Doo? Use the sound and show us what you've got. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo. Unexpected <laughs> flashlight, you know? When the, <laughs> when the mood strikes, you. sponsored by flashlights at one point, you know? 
I would like to start somewhere. It's not the fact that he had the flashlight. It's the fact that he was using it as a (laughs) pencil holder. It seemed effective at it, didn't it? (laughs) Maybe it's like maybe it's literally like one of those grips you could put on a pencil. Like maybe he holds the the whole flashlight. Just do a pocket dump on YouTube and just have a flashlight. I never leave it. Now, but the real you can't question, go into the woods without some company. <laughs> the question would be: Is if you did put your number two pencils into a flashlight and then decided to fuck it afterward, could you get lead, lead poisoning? poisoning? <laughs> that graphite. is a solid I, question. Graphite. You'd have to use an old school pencil because, like, we're saved by graphite, right? I would hope so. Oh, because it, it have to be from way back because it's yeah. different now. Okay. Uh, See? See? Your pee hole is saved. The engineer knows that. I I'm know not that. sure it's saved. I think I think anyone that would fuck their pencil holder probably has a lot of other <laughs> risks going on in their life. Oh That's God. so funny. I'm gonna. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Whoa! My what bad, is this? Um, this is one of those like fancy stick fighting things that I I don't know why I downloaded it, but I guess like we'll just watch it. Here we go. watch it this that reminds me so much of early internet when flash animation yes. was first becoming a thing mm-hmm. that has like deep nostalgia vibes yep definitely that's why i downloaded it but it's like the modern day version mm-hmm. you yeah. know babe do you yeah nah, i'd watch that movie it. more yeah no i don't all right my bad uh i'd watch it i'd watch it we're gonna yeah, go watch that movie. One here Guess bro found what he was looking for, but they did him dirty. All right. This is going to fucking make you guys crack up so much. Okay. Because I fucking laughed so hard at work when I found this. I guess bro found what he was looking for, but they did him dirty. The commitment of of, of Freddy Krueger and Leatherface. Those are some good cosplay right there. Yeah, I mean, dude, that that kid is traumatized. Or maybe he becomes the next big horror director in fucking 25 years. You don't know. Like one of my earliest memories is watching an episode of Tales from the Dark Side that I watched behind, Mm -hmm. uh, no, Tales from the Crypt. I watched sitting behind my dad's, like he was in a recliner and didn't know that I was sitting behind him. And I was four years old, and this episode with Patricia Arquette and this like whole like stabbing this scarecrow, and it's got all this weird incest stuff oh, going I on in it. Remember that one, dude? That's been implanted, implanted in my brain for over thirty years now, and that's like one of my earliest memories. That's like a formative thing. It's watching that damn yeah. Tales from the Dark. Yeah. I used to love those like Tales from the Dark Side. Um, yeah. There's another one that's kind of like you got to be a little bit older to know. It was called Monsters. Mm. And um, in the be- in, I'm, I always remember this. The intro of the show was this family of monsters and they would be eating like worms and stuff. And they're about to watch these humans get fucked up. It's like they are watching the series. And it was, you know, some of the coolest stuff was on there. Um, speaking of Tales from the Dark Side, man, I remember this one episode and this guy got transported back into like medieval times, but he had like a lighter and shit. And he was like lighting stuff on fire and he like, 
he got fucking crucified and burned alive for witchcraft. <laughs> And I thought it was so cool. Like, this is the shit. This is crazy. I love horror, man. All right, we're going to go to the next one here. We're going to finish this line. Day one lick in the world. (laughs) This is day one lick in the world's biggest sour gummy bear 500 times until we finish it. (laughs) 160 no. uh, 170 I mean, not for nothing, oh, but he, I think he was more committed than I normally He am. was just deep throwing that word. But then he's again, got, he's got first, good technique. I know. Let's be honest about it. He was he counting. Was, like He was not going to finish that thing in 500 licks. Let's be honest about this situation. His what? estimating skills are nowhere near as good as his blowout no. skills. Yeah, I would say like <laughs> take two days to finish that. He shit. was definitely not good at math, but no. he was good, good at, at blowing it. Yeah. <laughs> grandma, stop right. So uh, this is like my favorite grandma. Grandma, stop right there. What are you doing? Right <laughs> you know, I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Grandma, stop. Grandma, stop. Pretty good. I will catch you, Grandma. I'm so sorry. You're not sorry. <laughs> that is the coolest fucking grandma. <laughs> Yo, she was like going. I that mean, lady's healthy, nimble. bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How is she so fast sorry. on her feet? Huh? How is she so fast on her feet? She's like I don't better know. at that than I would be. CBD? I don't know, bro. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. What's going on? Okay, no. He's fine. Oh. I, it's, it's one of those this is that was one of those moments where i realized like my athleticism is nowhere near as good as like a 90 year old lady's yeah. <laughs> this is the uh the channel mascot pretty much this is robin williams right here yes and uh pretty big cat and that's a hefty cat it's very chill uh all right, all right yep. so i'm like uh reasonably allergic to cats so oh, I guess they're adorable but that also looks like a ball of evil nope no, I'm allergic to cats. But uh, the how do you live breeds cats, are then? different. Yeah. So, so I had to do a lot of research because I'm I'm mildly allergic to like short yeah. domestics. Um. So ragdolls actually carry a different form of dander, less dander, which is what cause allergies. Yeah. So yeah, technically yeah. speaking, they are considered hypoallergenic, which oh, I man. thought as a you know noob because I was a dog groomer hypoallergenic dogs typically don't shed very often yeah that is not the case for cats. Nah, these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers shed, shed so bad all over the place you're just not allergic to it yeah we got two wow. of them too frank sinatra so endless hair Moore. but it's hair that you can like nuzzle up in yeah it's hair that you can well, pull the- out of your nostrils without yeah. having an, an allergy attack to it and the breed that we have <laughs> is you know the ragdoll breed you can just pick them up like that they're not wiry yeah you they know literally I mean? turn that's why yeah they're, they're kind ragdolls. of like they go limp Oh, wow. Have you ever, like, played with silkies, like those fucking chickens, dude, that, like, you could just pick them up? 
He's oh, like, now what the fuck are you talking the, about? The, I thought yeah, you. That was the but you guys are whites. I thought you had country or something. White, yes, on like, our plantations, we love <laughs> no, to have silky. No, because like, haven't you chickens. ever gone to like uh, one of those, you know, farm <laughs> festival pumpkin picking type shit, like with your family or something? I grew up going to the kind of country fair where they grease up a pig and you run after it and try and catch it. And <laughs> yeah, you they don't have silkies. Yeah, and they tie a ribbon to it. And you got to yeah. try and get the ribbon. Wait a yeah. minute. Wait, I got to hold on. Yeah, this dude <laughs> is naming fucking random oh, chickens. I, I, wrote I, I don't know chicken breeds at all. Yeah, me either. There's the little yellow. All right, so look, these fucking chickens, all right? These chickens that look like this, I'm going to show you right now. Floofs. Yeah, they're basically the same temperament as a ragdoll cat. So these are the only chickens I've ever seen. <laughs> they have them at festivals and stuff. Not and, uh, so dumb. Like, like, you know, and you could pick them up, dude. They don't move. So when you pick them up, they have no fear of human beings. Yeah. So you could pick them up and they're just like chill. We'll have That's them. how the cats are. Well, they look kind of like the scary bird critters from the labyrinth. Yeah, a little bit. Yes, a little bit. Kind yeah. of like. Fraggle rocks. Yes, 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 definitely in that vein. But um, yeah, they usually have a bunch of them, and you pick them up, and they don't do anything. They just kind of sit there because they know you're and not going to hurt them. They're called silky because, like, the way their feathers feel. Yeah, yeah. it's they're called. It's really I, I don't know if that, that's. I'm sure that's not the scientific norm, but, uh, norm, norm. name. <laughs> norm. That's actually one of the questions that somebody asked me when I first moved to the city, and she what? asked why I didn't live on Fifth Ave. And then oh, she said she I mean... she she literally thought, and she used the word plantation. What aren't you? You're southern, aren't you? From a plantation, and I was what like, the f <laughs> "Wait, what nationality? What ethnicity was this girl?" Uh, Dominican. Okay, well, Dominican. Uh, so when did you get here? Eight, eleven years ago. Eleven years ago, and she was my coworker, and I was saying I was apartment hunting, and she said, "You have the money," and I said, "Who told you that? You're you're from the south, right?" And I said, "Yeah." She goes, "So you're from a plantation," and I what was like, "What type of internet were we doing? Have you ever been down <laughs> south? Yeah. Do you know well, how? Like." No. What type of internet were we doing around 11 years ago? Were we still AOL or? No, mm -hmm. no, no, no. MySpace era? We were, no. MySpace was done. Facebook, Facebook was in. was the big one. Facebook 11 years in. ago. Yeah. That's like Facebook, right? 2011, Facebook, Facebook was king. Yeah, Facebook yeah. and then Instagram was like coming up and then they bought it, right? I think that's what I, so yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of information going around I mean, yet. there was basic information. I probably yeah. would have thought you had plantation. Yeah, dude, plantation like, vibes, I've never dude. had anybody ask me that question so, like, I mean, just point blank. You're from the South, right? What are plantation <laughs> vibes? I have no idea. I was what like, part dude, of the South are you from? North Carolina. Yeah, so I lived in North Carolina for four years when I was younger. Okay, which part? I, li I see I lived in Asheville and I was ages four to eight. And so I had no idea that was like a liberal enclave and kind of like a hippie town. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hippie I just town. was a kid and I had no idea what was going on. Right. But it's beautiful country there. Blue Ridge oh, Park yeah. is just freaking gorgeous. I went to yeah. Raleigh. I, I've been to. That's where I'm from. Yeah, I was Raleigh. like, it's green, bro. This is nice. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm so used to New York City. I've lived in New York City since 1987. <laughs> He when it was believe, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he would not believe what the like the North Carolina mountains look like because yeah. it's just like so you pretty. can describe it, you could see pictures of it, but until you experience it, we're going it, there, baby. We're like, married it's, now. It's we're going so there. amazing. Yeah, I've been back only the once since I moved away from there because we didn't have any reason to go back when I was younger. But I went back a couple years ago as an adult, and I got to see like the house that my parents built back then Ooh, and everything. Shit. And I got to meet the little old man that lived in it now and explain to him why my dad designed things the way he did. That's but so man, it's so freaking pretty down there. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. beautiful. Nice it is. and green and like... Cold. 
I mean, not when we went, but it was. Awesome. I was there over Thanksgiving, and it was like the colors on the mountains was just stunning. I know, stunning. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Bridge. Let's see what All other right. amazing things we can see from our Chinese friends at TikTok. Grandma, oh, stop right there. <laughs> Watch it. You've Sorry. seen it already. Look away. On the agenda, Superman wants one to three leaguers to help him jump Lex Luthor for sliding in Lois's DM. But isn't that our job? Yes, if the bitch about to fall off a cliff or if it's a DM from R. Kelly. But you just trying to stop her from getting fucked. I, I don't want her to get fucked. She should never fuck. She's a, she's a good girl. Lois wouldn't do that. But she wouldn't. She wouldn't, nigga. What you looking at? You never smashed, did you? I could have, but I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to ruin a friendship. Clark, okay. Half the league is smashing Lois. I know I did. Shit, I did twice on Tuesday. Tried to stay the night. Quiet. I know that nigga ain't talking to me. You better take How dare you guys call yourself friends and betray a brother in need? This man is obviously in love, and I, for one, will not disrespect that bond. I have your back, Superman. Whatever you need. Nigga, don't you have her name saved under Queen of Semen in your cell phone? <laughs> yes. See, ain't none of that shit. Wonder Woman smash two. <laughs> Poor Superman, yo. Oh, no. Poor soups, man. You know? Uh, all right, let's do this one last thing. And we'll I can't imagine off. life is all that tough for Superman. Like, I mean, you know, you got this huge responsibility of fucking being the strongest being on the planet. And then you could just punch holes in people if you want. And you got to not do it. That's um, the real burden is like having yeah, to hold when he back fights constantly. People, he's holding back all the time. Like he's never fighting someone at full force because he doesn't want to kill. Did, so, so did you watch Smallville? Yes, I loved Smallville. That was the, remember the, yeah. the story okay. arc where Lana got like witchcraft powers and they were able to bone for the first time. Yes. Yes, and then it was like, right? That yeah, one because she finally had super strength, and the yeah. whole explanation is like he didn't want to have sex with her earlier because he thought it might be like a shotgun blast and yeah. like destroy yeah. her. And so Dude, they she would actually... just split in half. Like, like the I mean... same thing happened in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Twilight. Oh. You're not missing much. <sighs> I feel like I would enjoy Twilight as like a B movie, but I was just really mad about the Twinkle Vampires. Yeah, you will not. So, so. I will say it's entertaining. It's entertaining. I was entertained. I think that I've watched them and it was always because of a girl. <clears throat> and uh, I did like seeing <clears throat> some of the horror aspects of it. The Twinkle Vampire shit. I'm just, and I'm not into unique. it. I, I did like Dakota Fanning's powers in it. <clears throat> that was pretty cool. She could just look at people and they just start like getting fucked she up. She would just look at them and go, pain. Yeah. I didn't even know she was in class. Oh yeah, Dakota mm -hmm. Fanning's in it. Yep, that was uh, it was, like it was cool. She's Some of the still, I will say, I am still on the hunt for like the jacket that she wore. It had this like oversized hood, and it yeah. went down. It, I know it was, what you're like, talking about. Badass. If I could find that jacket, I will wear it everywhere, summer included. But um, yeah, I, it's definitely not <laughs> style mine. icon. Oh, you know what? I didn't do the last one. I did have. Hold on a second. Okay. Hold on. Hold I have. Phone. We're gonna do this last video, and then I have one more versus for you. I you just forgot to one. add it. Oh, wait, I did this. Oh wait, did you? No, I did. No, you didn't. I don't know how funny this is gonna be to you guys. I'm gonna rewind it because it like lags sometimes. <laughs> this is my upbringing. Right
You can't hit me with this shit, bruh. <laughs> I'm not a kid no more. You keep swinging this thing at me. What if? <laughs> <laughs> Hey baby. I'm just kidding. My mom was. I remember that sound though. That sound. Yeah, I remember that sound though. Um, he's <laughs> like, oh my god, this, this is how Ray really grew up. Uh, all right, so I do have one more uh, verses for you, and you're gonna choose one of these scenarios. I just oh. didn't add it in. Um, uh, and uh, let me share my screen right now. <clears throat> And we're going to end on this, man. It's been awesome having you, by the way. Really yeah, good. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. All right. So we're going to go to the very bottom of this. Go to the very bottom. Would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? So, you know, there are definitely downsides to both things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, girl, I'm going to give you an answer that is not involved much at all thought, but. If you're a werewolf and you don't prepare for that transition, you totally fucking wreck your outfit. And I love yeah. my sweaters. I live for <laughs> sweater weather and I don't want to destroy these. And I feel yeah. like I feel like on that reason alone, I would go vampire. But I think, yeah, I'm also very pale. And so, like, I can't be in the sun anyway. So I think it's kind of a more natural transition for me. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, as long as I could be friends with... Um, Celine. Oh, you mean uh, Kate Beckinsale Kate from Beckinsale. Underworld? She's not really. If I can be her friend and dress, so like you would her? just be a vampire then? Fuck yeah, her outfit. But are what? Dope. But what if? What if you were like these brainless vampires from Thirty Days of Night, though? But they weren't. Oh. They were a hive mind type of vampire, so they weren't. Yeah. They weren't brainless, but they were kind of like this unit. You know, that was the first time you saw vampires like really working in unison. It's kind of like they would see through each other. Yep. Um, still do, I would prefer to do that than the, the werewolf. werewolf. Yeah, I will you know, say though, like I'm a dog person and I love puppies, <laughs> and I, I, so I think it would be kind of fun to get to be like a little puppy dude. Yeah. <laughs> do you but know I'm which? Definitely going team vampire. I'm probably gonna go vamp too, just yeah. for the fact that like I can enamor like hoes. <clears throat> okay. okay. You know? Yeah, that's well, true. enamoring. Uh, do you know which werewolf movie this is? It so there's an army man shooting him here. It's a oh, very famous uh, dog movie. soldiers, right? Yes. Ah, my man, he got it. That's yeah. the bonus question right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's been awesome to have you. Everyone, yeah. please follow Knife Nerdery on YouTube. Very cool up and coming knife channel. If you want very systematic, clear precise reviews go for this guy with like, like way more information than you bargained for <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing is like there is a need for that and i feel like the fact that you are not afraid to do <clears throat> talking heads sometimes is, is a good addition to it and you've got like a good quality camera you the, the audio is so on point with a lot of new channels you know the audio is the first thing you know but yeah, with you it's so jarring to listen to if it's the audio bad. is like great bro I've you know been so that's one of the reasons why I started YouTube because I thought it'd be really fun to learn new skills. And so like learning basic audio editing and how to do EQ and everything like that was just Do you fun. do a lot of post editing or uh I've gotten 
I mean, I, I do post for every one of my videos, yeah. but I've gotten Nothing down to effects chains that I yeah. don't have to do a whole much, much more tweaking. I know like the general uh, EQ I have to do for where I'm filming with my mic. Mm -hmm. And man, getting this this Rode NTG video mic set up, yeah. dude, this little mini shotgun, that was night and day difference. I tried a little lav mic and I, yeah, it, and, but it's been fun. It's been fun learning to actually do mm -hmm. and understand audio. Like that's a, I have a, a friend that's a, both an electrical engineer and a like a saxophonist and flutist. And that's so dope. he's, he lives in this same music world and technical world at the same time. Mm -hmm. And he taught me a bunch of this stuff and it was super freaking useful. It definitely shows, man, because that's one of the things I noticed. I forgot to mention it earlier is the audio is super crispy. And I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed by that for someone who Thanks. hasn't been doing YouTube that long. But everyone, please follow Knife Nerdery on YouTube. On Instagram, I'm going to link everything in the description. This is your boy, Ray, and your girl, Kelly. And Kevin from Knife Nerdery saying peace and good night. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.